Everybody, it is September 18th, 2023. I am Drew. And I'm Tara. This is America's number one Chicago-based sports and entertainment sibling butthole buffoonery 69 celebrating podcast in America. It's Melon Fights. Tara, what's the name of this podcast? It is Melon Fights. It's melon fights. I didn't like the order there. Sometimes I get that order going where it's, I say sibling straight into butthole buffoonery, and I don't like that. No, I don't either. Like sibling butthole buffoonery. And that's not what we it's do not, here. It's not. I mean, we talk about, I mean, technically, I guess technically it is because we talk about buttholes as siblings, but. But this is not flowers in the attic, folks. Okay. No, much about that, but never seen it. I remember when it was going to be on like. Flowers in the attics. We didn't watch it. No, because nobody wants to watch that. Nobody wants to watch that. No, if people are excited about that, then they need to just settle Unless down. Unless they're excited to like, like this is the worst thing I've ever seen. But I don't even want to watch it for that. No, Tara. Here's the first thing we need to talk about. We're going to talk about it right now. Two weeks ago, Tara made a prediction. Tara made a prediction that Micah Parsons should be, and could win, and will win the MVP of the NFL. Now, Tara. Yes. Now, Tara, when you said it, I loved it. Yeah. Correct? You loved it. And the man's it. been playing out of his mind. Lights out. Nobody so was talking about it. No. Nobody was talking about that. But you know what? People are talking about it now. I they know. Mentioned it on, they mentioned it during the game yesterday. They said that it was his goal was to be the MVP. Defensive player of the year, huh? No MVP. I heard him. Uh, stay off our lane, part of my take. Part of my right? take. Mentioned it. I'm like, no, this is us. Now, Tara... And he called him by there. the wrong name. Yeah, they're idiots. Yeah. Um. I, now I want to throw. The, I'm going to say this. When we made that bet, we did. I did make the bet. I didn't put much on it. I'm going to put. I think we should put a little more on it. While it's while it's, we still have really good odds. But remember, it was plus fifteen thousand. Tear. It's all the way down to plus sixty five hundred. Oh my gosh! His odds. It, it's that's like that was. It's like going from like one hundred and fifty to one to like sixty five to one odds <sighs> for him to be. That's a, a tremendous leap. He's, that is I mean, a tremendous leap. He's ahead leap. of Geno Smith now, Kenny Pickett, Justin Fields, Justin Jefferson, Russell Wilson, Bijan Robinson, all sorts of people, all sorts of quarterbacks. So he's definitely the first defensive person. He's not the only, Good. he's not the first quarterback, the first non, or non-quarterback, the first non-quarterback right. is McCaffrey. Which I'm sorry, Tyreek said... Hill and then McCaffrey and everyone else is a quarterback. Yeah. Tara, I think it's real and I think we need to start. Pushing it even harder, make those, make them bucks, make them big bucks, make them big bucks. Let's do it. So we gotta add, we gotta, we gotta put a little more money. All right, I'll Venmo a you. More money on it. Hmm. I'll send you some Venmo. Oh, you'll Venmo me. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, I only put ten bucks on it, Tara. 
at the first, at the start. So I was going to put more on last week, and now he's made the big jump. I think it's very realistic. I think it's going to become. I a think so too. Yes. All everyone's saying is he might be the best player in football. I'm like, so shouldn't that guy be the MVP then? And all the quarterbacks that are making the big bucks aren't looking that good right now. I know it's only been two games, but true. But Patrick Mahomes well, has looked good. Lamar looked great yesterday. Um, Jalen Hurts has looked good enough. So, but they haven't looked. Lamar Jackson played up. He did. He got me that cover, or yeah, that cover, and I was pretty, yeah, pretty pumped. Pretty pumped. I knew. I knew it. I should always do money line because I always. Yeah, but the second we bet money line, we get greedy and then we lose. So we'll just stick to what we know. We'll just stick to it. Stick to what we know. We just got to put. We'll just we'll just bet the proper amount of money to make up for that money line amount. Yeah. So. Big week for Melon Fights sports picks this week. Yeah, it was. First, again, the Micah Parsons thing, that looks great. That's a mm-hmm. great pick by you, Tara. He played he was a disruptor. He just he I know the Jets team's not very good, but he was No. I mean, can I say something about that non TD he had? Yeah. I know that it was he was touched by the guy's leg. That yeah. shouldn't count. No, he I mean, didn't he shouldn't have to get a hand on a guy. Exactly. The fact that his leg was like randomly sitting there when he rolled over shouldn't right. count. Not he at all. Have made a play on him. It shouldn't count. It should not count at all. You're right. It has to be like a hand. A reach out, hand. an arm. Yeah. Well, he has to be making a lunge towards him and then if his leg happens to hit him then. But dude was just sitting on his ass. Yeah. It shouldn't count. It shouldn't Never. count. Should he be should a TD. have a he should TD. Be on his way to four or five TDs that we talked about. He has three sacks already. The man's out of control. He is. And he's just always up in everyone's faces, just faster than everyone. Just so focused. So focused on that football. That's all he wants. That's I feel like if I were a football player, I would be playing like Micah Parsons. That's the way you'd want to play for sure. Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing, Tara. Oh, we do have to be fair. They've played the Giants and the Jets. And those teams aren't pretty good. They are not. There's a chance that neither of those teams make the playoffs. Yeah. Two, if we're going to be fair on ourselves, but I think, I think we're being. He was so good. He did, so Tara. Good. He had all those. Sta- he had those stats. They were only on the field for 14 minutes. That's 14, insane. Something like that. Four, 16 minutes. That's crazy. Minutes. Yeah, they barely had the ball. So he got all those. He did all that in a very limited amount of time. Oh my gosh! The Cowboys really controlled the ball quite a bit of that game. They really Lots did. Long drives. Long drives. So that's a big one. But Tara, the jean jacket man is back. Johnny Ooh. Picks is back. I'm one in one now. I got the back door cover on Thursday night. I'll take it. That was awesome. I will take it. It felt like they were going to cover early. Mm-hmm. Vikings looked good early. If They they were about to go up at halftime, but f- the worst rule in football happened where he fumbled the ball as he went in the end zone. It went out the side of the end zone, so they called it a touchback. The dumbest thing ever. I don't understand it. I don't get it either. And then they went down and kicked a field goal, and then they were actually down at halftime. But really, the Vikings looked good early, and then they fell behind after that. It was it was kind of a, and then it looked like I wasn't going to cover, and then and then it felt it was coming into play, and they scored a last second TD that made no point and <laughs> made no sense at all. It was great. But you've got to take it when you take seven. it. I didn't tell you, Tara. So I bet that one plus. I bet it at plus seven. I want to put a little more dough on it later in the week. So I actually bet it at plus uh, uh, s- um, six, six? And a, six and a half. Is that what I did? Ooh. 
plus six and a half later in the week. So I double, I covered on that. I covered both bets. Good. Because they won by six. So I got greedy, but it, it was okay. It, it was okay. <laughs> I could have been okay. I had money left and I wanted to bet it. And then Tara, of course, is now 2-0. and oh. Both of her underdogs have not only covered, they have won outright. Lions week one did not look as good this week. This week she had no. Ravens plus three and a half, was it? Three yep. and a half, I believe. They went outright. Mm-hmm. They looked good. They, they did look really good. Well. They're all, their team's good, and, and I don't even feel like it's clicking totally yet. Not even no, totally. No, they're so injured, too. Everyone's always getting injured. Beckham's out, it looks like. I haven't heard anything else on him, but. I know. I, I really wasn't figuring out. We're not the, we're not the real I was never figuring out Beckham in. No. He hasn't played in over. He hasn't played since that Super Bowl. We're not the true believers in the Beckham. I think he's good. I think he's good. I just didn't think that that he's was going to matter. He's not that good. No, he's good. He was very good. He just he's healthy, he's very good. He just can't stay healthy. <clears throat> but he can't stay healthy at all. Mm-mm. He's a nut as well. Most he's receivers are. Most receivers are. Oh, yeah. Tara, we talked about personality. last week. I don't know if non-football fans didn't like it. Mom said she liked it. She's like, I don't even know about football. I liked your football talk. Yeah. Yeah, because we can talk about it pretty good. We we both know about it a lot. It's your, we like it. Know. We watch it. Um, what were some of your big takeaways from week two? Other than us being excellent betters, we'll have those underdog picks for you later. We'll have those underdog picks for you later in the in the pod. Tara, week two. Week two. Um, Most interesting takeaways. I feel like what's interesting to me is how bad the Bengals are. And with mm. Joe Burrow being injured, I don't, I don't know. I think they're gonna have an uphill battle because they lost to people in their division, and Joe Burrow could potentially be pretty hurt. It's his calf. We don't know. We, I'm sure they don't want to have an Aaron Rodgers issue on them. So my guess is they're probably gonna want to rest him until they know exactly what's going on. So I see that being another loss next week. And yeah, I mean. I mean, I guess real, if they sit him this week and they probably and then they probably will lose. Mm-hmm. I think look at that as this is a wash. The year's over. Yeah, for the second time in Joe Burrow era. Yeah, he did. He what was it? His was it his rookie year? He got hurt or his second his rookie year? year? Rookie year he got hurt and was out I, like week yeah. one or week two. It was early on. I don't remember yep. what week it was. And I feel like it's a wash for this. They're not going to win the Super Bowl without him. Yes, he might not make the playoffs this year. So. I'm a uh, a Bengals fan. I'm like this sucks, but I think I think Burrow's talented enough to have a run, a nice career though. If he can, stay I think so field. too. If he can stay on the field and kind of stop getting injured. My other takeaway would probably be that the Chargers are so shitty. <laughs> They're so bad. I had mm. never have belief mm. in them. The darlings they, that are the Chargers. The, uh-huh. the stat boy. The stat boy darlings. Yeah. Stat boy darlings, the San Diego Chargers. They've been stat boy darlings for two decades now because they were the yes. same way with Philly Rivs. Yes. And everyone knew Philly Rivs. Well, not everyone. People seem to really love Philly Rivs, but he did. He just wasn't it. They were like, oh, should the Jets go out and get Philly Rivs? No. No. They I'd rather have <laughs> shitty-ass young – I'd rather have shitty-ass Zach Wilson back there. Yeah. Don't go get can, Philly Rivs. blame it on him. Right. Um, yeah, the and their coach just like – I was surprised last year 
the that kitchen. he didn't. Yeah, that he didn't get fired. I was like, oh wow, that's crazy. But I don't think he's got much left in him. Mm-hmm. So, because they've got good players too. Like that's what's crazy. Like, um, their offense is pretty good. They've got. I think that what's his well, face. Yeah, but here's the thing: they went into. We both liked this Titans as the underdog pick. We both yes liked it. Yeah, and we both ended up not picking it. I know. We both liked it. Here's the thing: the Titans are just a really well coached team that knocks you on your ass. Chargers mm-hmm. are soft. Maybe they're yeah. super soft. The Titans are can never ever be confused as soft. No, they're. They, co- I think this that shows you just how important a good coach is because absolutely. they're quarterback situation isn't great they seem to always have really terrible injuries too but they always mm-hmm. find a way to get it done because they are, are gritty yeah they got they're kind of like the they're kind of like the Steelers a little bit mm-hmm. where they they just play they're hard they play hard and they have a certain mentality and uh it's so interesting because that, that Pittsburgh mentality makes sense it feels like the city of Pittsburgh that Titans mentality I've been to Nashville it doesn't have that. That's not the vibe of that city. No, like, not at all. Knows, like, it's like that coach kind of definitely fluky, brought kind of it. It's kind of like, yeah. they feel like the Chargers, it feels like a place the Chargers should be. Right. It's got a San Diego vibe. It's a little floofy, a little like. There's just ooh, like other stuff going on there that other people would rather be doing. Not everyone's most important thing. Exactly. Though the thing is, we don't hang out with the, t- like when we go to Nashville, we don't know a lot of like, r- like real Nashvilleians. No. You know, that might be. I don't know. It, it, I'm gonna guess Titans fans are more not city. It's I'm gonna guess it's more about the people in the surrounding yeah areas. Just the so. Tennessee in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Titans, maybe the Titans are just good, and the Chargers aren't. The Chargers just aren't. I'm just still tired of no. the, the Chargers and the talk. Jaguars also looked like shit yesterday. I, I like yeah. to compare those they two did. teams. It's like, yeah, they got these young great quarterbacks. I'm like yeah, but. They don't make the plays when it matters most, and then you'll hear some Chargers stats. Apparently, you have your, apparently well, Herbert has a bunch of comeback drives and stuff. I'm like, I don't, I, it doesn't seem like it. Why no. are they always coming back? Do and it early you, in a game. Stop playing you, from behind. For sure. And then you have uh, Kansas City, and then you see that Mahomes, he just got paid a boat. Like, they restructured his contract, so he gets paid more. And yeah. yeah, and I just think about like Chris Jones who restructured his, and it's not great, <laughs> but he went out and paid played anyways. And he is such a difference maker. He just he's a disruptor on defense, and like they needed that because their offense was not hitting on all cylinders, and they were very low scoring game. It's like man, that sucks that like this cat who makes a huge difference just yeah. can't get paid. Oh, it's annoying. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. They're gonna they're gonna have to change it because the way it's only the quarterbacks yeah. are getting richer and richer. You know, certain guys like when Parsons comes up, he'll get paid a ton of money. Yeah. Um. Here, not a really smart move there by the Kansas City Chiefs though to make. Um, to uh, restructures contract to make Mahomes happy. Like, yes. hey, you're actually the highest paid guy. Fuck him. Yeah. Like, the, you're the highest paid guy. And then they're yeah. going to pay him again in a couple years. Like, Within the it's the two in two years he's making, I th- I think it was two years he's making two hundred and ten point six mil guaranteed. It's over between. It's over the next three, including three the next okay. four years. 
2023, 24, 25, and 26. So I was very off. Yeah. So for four seasons, he's making 50 some million a year, guaranteed. 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 Like nuts. Which like dwarfs what just was just done by Joe. Yeah. 52.6 million over the next four seasons, yeah. I, I I was reading something yesterday when they did the Joe Burrow when we I was looking up the Lamar Jackson thing. Because mm-hmm. we were talking about how Joe I just wanted to see what their difference was. It's quite a bit of difference. Mm-hmm. The guaranteed and the uh uh, for Joe and Lamar. And Lamar was the winner, Tara. He, he was the like, winner by far. And the more I was looking at it, the more racial I thought it was. Yeah. So I, was about it. I was like, oh, this has got a racial undertone to it. It really does. Uh, and who knows must... if he would have gotten more if he would have had a traditional agent. I don't know how that really plays in. I'm sure it plays in a little bit. Maybe a little. Here's what I'll say is, um, well, Miranda's home. Here's what I will say is I uh, I was listening to a pot as listened to Bill Simmons podcast today and they were he was kind of talking about like all these teams had a chance at at Lamar Jackson when they did it they just let and they didn't none of them took it and he's Mm-mm. like but a lot of them are feeling real stupid right now like mm-hmm. he looked great like I said he looked great yesterday yeah and he's good and like can you imagine the Bears if that's who they, fuck Justin Fields if you got a chance at Lamar Jackson who's proven himself. Put Lamar Jackson on that team. That's a good football team. Yeah. Fields might not be it. I don't know. I know. I, I still he just don't know. Seems so, it just seems so in his head. I, and I just... think they need to just let him go. They got to do the same thing they do with some of the other guys. Just let him be him. Yeah. Let him run around. Let him run when he wants. Try to, Don't make him a pocket passer. It's not really what he is. Right. Let him be what he is. So, yeah. My other big takeaways from yesterday Cowboys are good. Niners probably, though, are the best team in the NFL just because their offense is – their defense is really good, but then their offense is so good. Good. It's like so many so weapons. Like, like the Cowboys' offense has really got a lot off – like, they look good, guys. Like They Paul really did. Good. TD looked good. Dak played pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Ferguson's coming around yep. as a tight end. Yes. Uh, a couple of the backup running backs did some nice stuff. Um. I, there was another re- there was another receiver who started catching some balls. They said, yeah. like, "I can't I'm remember blinded, but, what it, I am too." But that, but their offense is not what the Niners. They don't have no. McCaffrey and Debo, Debo and Ayuk. And the fact that at this point, uh, Kittle is an afterthought. That's a very, I know. And Purdy is just like makes the right plays all the time. Mm-hmm. Like he makes the right it's decisions big- all the time. So I just think the Niners are terrifying and like. They're, mm-hmm. They've been terrifying the last few years. Like every time the Cowboys had to play them, like I don't want them to play them in the playoffs. I know that a couple years ago the Cowboys were the division champs and the Niners were like a wild card. I'm like that's the worst matchup yes, ever. It was so it bad, was. and then it they was, lost, and they got beat. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's my big takeaways. I think the Niners are the class of the league. Cowboys, I think, are right behind them though. Yeah, they're looking I good. Those, I think it's those two teams. I don't think the Eagles looked as good as those two teams. They they won mm-hmm. their games, but they didn't look as good or as dominant. And um, who do the Cowboys play this week? Is it going to be a bigger the, challenge? The Cotton? No, it's um, uh, someone bad. The Eagle or uh, the Cardinals? Oh yeah, they better oh, crush them. So they need to beat them because then they don't. Because then they play. I think then they got. The Patriots, and then I think they have the Niners Week Five, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, we'll see. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. That, that's going to be a good game. Cowboys have uh, 
yeah, they're at the Cardinals, then at home versus the Patriots, and then which never is fun. Like if Bill schemes the right thing, and then the Niners. Yeah. And then my yeah. other takeaway from yesterday was that uh, the um, the Rams are a pretty good football team. Yeah. They, they stayed with the Niners pretty good. You called it. I think they're they're not. I said they're going to win the division, and I take that back. For some reason, I wasn't thinking. About, I was thinking the Niners were in a different division. I don't know why I thought that. Yeah. Um, that's really stupid of me. But then I think the Rams are going to be a um a wild card for sure. Yeah, they look good. I think they're good. I think as long as Stafford's healthy, they're good. It's exactly what I said. Like with Stafford, they're good. Stafford's right. a good quarterback. They got this. This is this a league. good thing for him though, because like people, yeah. I think started second guessing him as being as good as he was because he had a bunch of weapons. But now with this young team, he looks good, and he's not injured. Which, which doesn't make any sense because he was good for a decade in Detroit, and then he had a couple good years with the Rams. Won a Super Bowl. Won a Super Bowl. Was hurt. Didn't play at all last year. Played a little bit, I guess, last year. Yeah, just a little bit. But now he's back, and he's looking Wait, good. Get Cooper back in a couple of weeks, and they'll have that with the new young rookie who basically is doing the Cooper Cup stuff. It'll mm-hmm. be him, and it'll be like a better version of him and Robert Woods they had there for a couple of years. Yeah. It seems like. So that's exciting for that. I think that's going to be a good team. Those yeah. are my two big, big, big takeaways. Well, I know that they were yeah. saying McVay was like potentially going to retire. Not retire, but like yeah. stop working quit Resign, take some time off out. yeah take, uh, but leave the absence but i think that this is like was such a better idea because now he looks like a freaking stud coach? yeah because yeah. like Absolutely. if he quit and then what did the sean payton thing thinking he was finding another team and then that team sucks sorry I'll sean way to do it like yeah to stack the team and then don't have any repercussions like cool bye mm-hmm. it seems whack it seems lame yeah doesn't seem like a challenge whatsoever Mm-mm. Any other NFL takeaways from yesterday before we do our picks? Um, Red Zone's still awesome. Red Zone's yeah. still cool. Though, oh. YouTube TV, even though we don't have we don't have the ticket where you can watch four, like all the games, you still can watch the two games at the same time. Did you see that? No. Yeah, so you could have side-by-side of – I had we had the Bears game on and the Kansas City game on at the same time. But you can't we have, have Red on Zone on? Because – Miranda, a Bears fan, so we wanted to kind of yeah. watch that until it was out of control. And then we, we were flipping between the double box, all-time double box for those two channels. You, just, you can just change which one you're listening to the sound on oh, into fun. Red Zone. So we kind of were jumping from – it'd be nice to be able to put Red Zone right in the I box. I know. That would be Three? awesome. Then it's perfect. Oh, come on, YouTube TV. Perfect. Do that for us. I know. Do that. Do that. Everyone will want you. Um, My only other thing is – Aaron Rodgers got injured after we recorded yeah, last he did. He time. Did. So we didn't talk about didn't it at all. So I just wanted to say that that sucks. It does suck. As much as Aaron Rodgers is twat. Yeah. We talked about him leading up to it. It sucked. Like it, it sucks for like a you, shittier. Yeah. Like I, I'm not I like wanted to see that play out. I'm not, I'm not by any means saying I feel really bad for Aaron Rodgers. Don't I do just because it sucks to get injured. I, I just don't. Yeah, it sucks the energy, but I don't. I'm not. My amount of suck is not. For, first of all, it's Jets fans. I feel. I feel bad for them. Oh, I just know. Fans, huh? And then football fans in general, because that's just better to have one more team. Yeah. 
that is That's, worth watching. You know, exactly. now it's going to be now. How much do I want if the Patriots play the Jets this weekend? Not at not, all, really. Two, no. two. I guess they're not both own two because the Jets skunk one out because yeah, they Gibson did. from Hard Knocks returns a punt. I how know awesome that was, was that? awesome. It was like such a cool ending to such a like shitty. They got to keep it going all the way through the season. How awesome yeah. would that scene have been in in a Hard Knocks episode? So awesome. The problem was they did it the, like last year they did it with the Arizona Cardinals for the full season, but it wasn't the season they the team. It was they stick with the team you do the preseason with, because then you yeah. go through. Because then after I was like, I don't care. Right, because I was like, I, I don't really know like, these people. Out. But like we were all in on the Jets. Like, can you imagine how yeah. awesome this week's episode would have been? It would have had the Aaron Rodgers moment. It would have had him returning that punt. Yeah, like it would have been the best TV ever. Even if we, even though we would have known, it would have been the best TV ever. Yeah, it does suck though. I was listening to some um, Is local. Speaking of injuries, go ahead, go ahead. I'll I was go. listening to some local radio, and they did uh, the day after it happened. They had just call-ins for the entire show, which normally they don't do that. And they just wanted to, like, hear people's perspective of the Aaron Rodgers thing. And quite a few people were calling in saying how they were at bars. And once Aaron Rodgers went down, they were cheering. And I was like, that's gross. That's so – that's, like, weirdo shit. That's And that's, like, Packer fans who – he – Made them contenders every single year. We talked about this. <laughs> Packer the fans worst. are the worst fans on the, the fucking worst. planet. They're the worst they fans on the planet. People they like are say so these, bad. Like, people like talk shit about Cowboy fans, Yankee fans. Packers fans fucking suck. Yes, they're that fake. Like, oh, I'm Midwest. I'm a good. I'm a good old boy. You fucking suck. You, you don't do know. They don't know shit about football ever. No, they're and they always idiot. like just do the same old like jokes that played out, suck, played out exactly years. and it's like okay cool mostly like maybe... not pc jokes exactly and then i feel like the second aaron Rodgers was doing bad a couple years ago they're like where's brett but like before that they'd say brent who brent like they'd call him brent and i'm like what? Like he was your quarterback and you loved him. And now you don't like Aaron. So you're like, I exactly, exactly. I consistently you do. hate Dak Prescott. You do. Good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, uh, speaking of injuries, I want to say, I wanted to check. It looks like the Barkley injury was bumming me out. I know. When Saquon got, they're saying it's only three weeks though, so that's not too bad. But it's not great. But the no, guy that it, didn't want to play was holding out, and then he went and played, and he instantly gets fucking hurt. Someone hits it, him in the fuck side of like tackles him sideways, twists him up. Yep. Twists well, him up. and what sucks about it too is it's, it's like he has incentives now that he probably won't be able to reach. Right. And that sucks because he didn't want to sign anything, and right. The only thing he could negotiate was incentives, and now he can't. He gets nothing. I think there's going to be. But you know who does get everything? Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So just remember that. I think there's going to be a player strike. I think everyone. I I think it's going to be a player strike, and the quarterbacks are going to want to play still. Yep. Like Drew Barrymore. And Bill Maher. Fucking Bill uh, Maher. Fucking loser Bill Maher is, mm-hmm. man. Drew Barrymore's an idiot. 
Yeah. These idiots. What do you think is going to happen? Like, right? They're like, oh, these other like they say there's a lot of people that are, that are on the staff that aren't writers and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I know that. That's why you all just got to like you can stick together. Yeah. And they'll fucking be forced to do something. You know. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> Fuck Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Fuck every. Fuck all corporate. It's just corporations now. Fuck all. Yeah, it's everyone. Fuck them all. Tara, let's keep talking football. Let's move yeah. to a different level of football, though. Let's move to the college ranks. College let's talk ranks. about the experience that is Colorado football. Colorado, Colorado football. football. There's been a lot of talk about this, and and there's this take that sucks so bad. There's this take that sucks so bad, Tara. What is it? It's this idea that so so I'm gonna set first. I'll do the setup. Colorado football. They were 24-point favorites, right? 24-point <laughs> favorites um, at home, and they played a team that won three games last year, hadn't won a game this year, and won three games the year before. And I think four games the year before that, the first fulls, maybe two years before that because there was like a um, – it was the COVID year, and I don't think they won very many games during that year either. Yeah. Uh, and they had to go to double overtime to beat mm-hmm. this team. And then the crowd rushed the field. The, the fans rushed the field. And there is this, which I'm going to say right now, straight up, fucking lame. So lame. It's lame. You could, There's lame. this take. There's this take that, oh, you're just like, it's like, oh, the, the college kids having fun. They're like, don't be such an old like fuddy-duddy sort of thing. I'm like, no. No. I'm not saying it. Listen, they can do it. Absolutely, they can sure. do it. But it, I can say it's fucking lame. Yeah. How about that? I can say you you can do it. Yes. And I'm sure you had fun doing it. But it doesn't make it less lame. You're still lame. You're so you, lame. You're, you, you're acting like you're walking around as a team, like your coach, like you're the fucking, the, the finest thing since sliced bread. The fi- I couldn't think of anything cooler. <laughs> like you're, you're walking on like you're the finest piece of ass that ever walked in walked in Playboy Mansion. That's that'd be pretty fine, right? Sure, that'd be pretty fine ass. Yeah, and you barely beat a Colorado State team. You had to go to a double overtime, and I and I thought you were going to lose. I honestly did. I you did probably should have. Um, <laughs> that is you. It's lame. It I'm is sorry, so lame. lame. It's lame. And I already had lame vibes from it earlier yeah. in the day. There, I, I was trying to text you about it. I don't, so there's this thing where the coach of Colorado State, it was Colorado State, right? Yeah. Yep. Said this thing like, basically like, oh yeah, I would take, you should take your hat off and take, because Prime's running around. He's, he's Deion Sanders. He wears a hat and he dresses up and he wears sunglasses everywhere he goes. Like he's the yeah. coolest guy. And basically, I mean. That's I who he's always been. Colorado, like, yeah. He went to Colorado like, you guys can't wear hats. Basically he was telling his team he can't wear hats. And basically he told his team he told his team this exact same thing. Like, you guys can't wear hats and shit, even though he does. He's being a hypocrite. Whatever. He's the coach. He's allowed to do that. Sure. But this guy's like, yeah, I would take my hat off and, you know, take my sunglasses off and, and shake something, like, when I was talking, like, indoors and stuff like that. Basically, sure. he's being an old fuddy-duddy. Sure. sure. It was a little lame. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you look at you. You're not, you don't respect people in the game. Right. Prime's trying to put on a show. Yes. It wasn't that big a deal. But the problem was everyone started like living this, like all the people at ESPN were wearing sunglasses. Everyone, and it became like they were showing everyone in the, 
and it, the whites adopted it. That was the biggest issue. The whites adopted it. It became very uncool, very fucking fast. <laughs> then they go to double overtime to beat this team that they're wearing sunglasses for. It reminds me of this time. Tara, reminds me of this time. I'm on I'm on a, on a full rant here. Okay. <laughs> it reminds me of this rant time away. when uh, in high school, we had a pretty good basketball team my senior year of high school. Like uh, The guys my age were pretty good basketball players and the guys your age were pretty good too and there was a playoff game where um they were playing monroe who are the cheese makers right mm-hmm. oh no no that was a different thing they were playing like jane they were playing god there was a couple things shit there was where <laughs> they're playing god i don't remember now we're basically we thought it was gonna be a blowout right so we were calling it the snooze fest and we all dressed like in PJs and had our on our um we had our sleeping bags and shit. And we were acting like it was gonna be such a snoot, it'd be over and we get to pretend like we were sleeping. And the game went down to the fucking wire and we like at the very end we were like, I get and we like still ended up winning. <laughs> we were like, well, we were like we laid down for like two seconds at the end, like oh, it was so cringy. <laughs> It was so cringe. It was so fucking lame. That's what this felt like. Yeah. That's what this. Yes. Like everyone's this argument. Like, like even part of my t- their t- argument was they're college kids. Like, don't be such, let them have fun. Like, yeah, but it loses. It does make it all lose meaning. Yeah. It becomes fucking lame. It's so lame. And like, if anyone defends, like, especially because they weren't a ranked team, they were a shitty team, and then they won, and, and they were a 24 point favorite, and you are, still have the audacity to yeah. rush the field that, when you should be not, like, oh boy, like, we. No, it's not a rush the field moment. That's a sigh of no. a, a collective sigh of relief. Like, okay. Oh, okay, shit. we got that. We can do this. Yeah. These big games still matter coming up because we exactly. didn't fucking choke against nobody, a nobody team. But don't you feel like that's such a Gen Z thing? They think things that like us older people do are like so cringe when it's like, oh, yes. homie, you are Every, the cringiest. Everything you like, do is cringy. Everything is cringe. That's yes. so cringe. It's like, oh my God. I, I didn't know they're going to do it. Right. But they were, I was like watching the field and like. I realized there was they were shaking hands and like oh there's people everywhere, and then they pull back. I'm like oh they rushed the field. I'm like what the fuck? And I compared it to like if the Badgers football team they played a game that same day, yeah, and it was close at fucking halftime. It was. It was like the Badgers aren't even doing? ranked, no. and they only win by like thirty years or twenty four or something. They won by quite a bit. Yeah. Um, they dominated the second half. But if that game had gone to double overtime, I would have been fucking embarrassed. Yeah. Tara. Embarrassed. Embarrassed. There's no way that the team. W- There's no way the team would have rushed the field. Well, the fans, the fans would not have rushed that field. Honestly, Maybe your snooze, your snooze fest thing was the best example <laughs> because it's like, because it's like, oh my god! And then you did it for two seconds. And you're like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, this is embarrassing, and like, I can't believe we have done this. But then I started Please. thinking about it even more, and I'm like, all right, well. I feel like these kids don't even care about like football or don't even know that much exactly. because they're so the involved in the social media and like having a trend or like making something viral and they just want to like like go out <laughs> for everything and it doesn't make any sense. It's like I bet they, they probably weren't even really watching the game that much and I'm sure some just, of them were very much Tara. Well, some of There's them for of sure. Listen, there's plenty of football fans in that stadium. But so many that aren't. 
They wanted to rush the field, but well, especially because wasn't game do and game day was there too, right? Yes, like, which oh is my, the, which was going to be my next point. But um, I agree with you on that. It is that sort of vibe. It's like here, and here's the other thing about rushing the field for that. It's like say you rush the field because it people tend to get hurt when that happens. It happens yes. all the time. Yeah, people end up getting hurt. I'm not saying don't rush the field ever again because it, it is kind of a fun thing. But imagine someone right. gets hurt on that one. And then they're like, you guys, if you guys rush the fucking field, you're throwing out of school. Yeah. Uh, because someone gets hurt. And then they end up beating in two weeks. Oregon comes to town. Which one? Well, I actually don't remember. Hold on. Oregon or USC is in town in the next couple of weeks. And if they and rush the field that, on that, imagine it looks that comes so down stupid. to the wire. USC's there. On September 30th, imagine they, who's ranked top five in the nation. Imagine they win that game and they are told they're not allowed to right. rush the field because someone got hurt weeks before. A, a team you should have beat a 50. But Drew, like even if, if no one gets hurt and they rush the field after winning, it looks lame as shit to me. Yes, that's the problem now. Okay. Now you have to. We're going to be like, you guys already rushed for yeah. a shithead team. It's like now you have to rush for all of them because Listen, like. They're, they're putting a target on their back. Oregon, yeah. you think Oregon and USC aren't going to go into those games like, fuck these guys. Right. We were actually, we're actually top 10. They're both top 10 teams right now. Mm-hmm. And they're good. They're actual top 10 teams. They're like beaten teams. Yes. Uh, so you got a lot to, that's th- that might be the other thing, Tara, is they might have rushed the field at the right time because they might not get a chance later. In right. There. So that was my only other thing. like, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe it was but their it, one and only chance. But you're right, though. Part of it is that ESPN put it on game day. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking reason this game should have been the game of the week. No. On prime time. Colorado State, who has won six games total in the last three years, mm-hmm. like, and 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 then that had this buildup because Prime is good TV. I totally get that. I Prime understand that. Yeah, I get that. That's the big thing. But they're pumping it up. They're putting this. Listen, if Colorado can get through this year unscathed, it'll be the most impressive thing I've ever seen. Yeah, the amount of pressure that has been put on that team mm-hmm. at this point. And they're playing good. They're living up to the standards so far. They haven't played a good team yet. Listen, mm-hmm. TCU, basically, I know they were in the national championship the year before. They were. But they lost, like, every player. Yeah. It was, like, 40 starters or something crazy like that. Something crazy like that. And Nebraska's absolutely terrible. We Nebraska's all know Nebraska's trash, this. and Colorado State is trash. Yeah. So, <laughs> the next three, the next, now you're getting into your conference play, and it's going to be a different story. The final year of the Pac-12. And it's going to be, it's going to be the most, that's the craziest part. It might be the most interesting conference since the last year of it. I know. It's so weird. They were just like a little too late. Everything happened just a little too late. Otherwise they would have been together. To be honest, it's the Big Ten's fault. Um, We want um, UCLA UCLA and USC, please. And then what, they added Oregon Oregon and Washington this year, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Crazy. Anyway, so it's lame to rush the field when you're the favorite. Like, that's supposed to be safe for the biggest and most exciting moments in the franchise's history. That wasn't even the biggest win this season. No. They've already beat that TCU team while they were ranked. Yeah. Like, that was already your big win. It was so weird. It was so lame. It was their first home game of the year, right? I mean, 
was it? If I were a Colorado fan. No, they beat North Nebraska last week. If what? I were a Colorado fan and I was sitting at home watching the game and then they won and then I saw the them rush the field, I would have been like, you're embarrassing. Learn you're how embarrassing. learn how to win. <laughs> Act well, like you've been to, well, here. Well, that, to be fair, they don't know how to win. No. Don't learn how to win. Just learn like the moment. Act like you've been like, here. The moment. Let's, no. Again. It was a good, like, like, it was a good. It's, I'm not arguing that they didn't. My argument is not that those fans didn't have a fucking blast. And that wasn't, I watched that. I stayed up for that whole game. It was until like 1.30 here. I was like, why am I still watching this stupid I fucking know. game? But I had to. because such a late game. Because I want it. Because that's the beauty of They've created a villain. Yeah. They've created a hero and a villain at the same time, which is really hard to do. Yeah. Like many people are like, this is really fun. And then a lot of people are like, I'm tired of this bullshit. Relax. They have done nothing. Right. So I stayed up kind of wanting them to lose because they bugged me all goddamn day. <laughs> and I don't even like, and I like what, De- I was saying I like what Dion's doing. I like that it's become a show. But the, like everyone adopting it and like, I'm like, you guys are annoying. It's more about, it's not even about them annoying me. It's everyone else talking about them that's annoying Yeah. And then they go ahead and rush the field. Look, we're still talking about it. <laughs> they rushed the field. It was just, It was lame. But I'm not saying that those college kids didn't have a fucking blast. Watching the game because I for sure did. Yes. And then they had a blast rush in the field, but it also can still be lame. Yes, definitely. Listen, there's, there's LARPing, the people that LARP are having the best fucking time in the world. Oh, yeah. But I can look and go, that's pretty lame. <laughs> that's like really nerdy shit. Like I don't, I, I might even have fun. And again, I would have fun doing it myself. Sure, sure. I would have had fun rushing that field with those kids. But then after the but fact, you have been like, it's lame. That was lame. lame. I can say something would have been fun, but lame at the same time. Yes. Like, uh, that's lame. It's a bit nerdy. So anyway, that's that. I know I talked like a a lot there, but it was, I was having fun. I liked it. You got any more takes on that? Are you rooting for Colorado? Yes. Here's the funny thing is I might root for Colorado next week. I am rooting for Colorado. I might be rooting right up for Colorado to beat Oregon. Why not? Why not? Go win at Oregon. That's fun. I'm just like not an Oregon fan because they seem to somehow always have the Badgers number. So I'm cool with them losing. Yeah. So we're on the same page though. Yeah. Rushing the field. Lame. Though fun. Though fun. It was lame. Mm-hmm. Am I jealous? Yeah. Still lame though. I skipped our picks. Shit. All right. You want to wait a minute and then go back to underdog picks? Sure. Maybe this let's go back. We've talked a lot of sports. Let's move on. We're 42 minutes in. We haven't talked about anything else. Tara watched Under Siege. Did you get it to play? I finally did. And then it was like. I don't know what was going on, but. My internet probably. But then it wouldn't match up. enjoyable. I know that. It wouldn't match up with the lips. So that was distracting. Oh, it it's me Did you get it to play properly? Huh? Did you get it to play properly eventually? I, I got it to where it was pretty close to matching the lips. That's a bummer, T. Anyway, so Under Siege was Tara. You guys didn't really know. We totally had chosen it. But Tara had never seen a Steven Seagal movie, and I wanted her to watch one. So Under Siege is the one you watch. Uh, yes. And I got to be honest. Miranda and I watched it, and I had a really fun time watching it. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty damn good movie. Tara, that's here. Uh, hold on. Let me give you a quick Under Siege stats, and then I'll let Tara go. Under Siege. 1992, I believe. Yep, 1992, starring Steven Seagal. 
Steven Seagal, Tommy Lee Jones, Gary Erica Busey. Elaine, Gary Busey. <laughs> oh, it was it was a it's a good time. Uh, Ninety two. It's got uh, and yeah, it's uh, action, it's cl- full on. It bas- it's an action movie. I'll let t- I won't say anything else. I'll let Tara take it from there. Oh, now. <laughs> I said I'll let Tara take it from there. All right. So this movie Under Siege, it's about a rogue special agent that takes over. I won't say he's rogue. You don't think he's rogue? No, he's just happens to be rogue would mean he like went ro- like he went out on his own and like went against the but he basically is just I won't say he was rogue. Tommy Lee Jones? Oh. Because he was like, yeah, because he was a special force. Like, okay. And then they got rid of him. Oh, no. No, no. Okay. Okay. Go ahead then. Go ahead. Okay. Sure. Yeah. A rogue special agent, Tommy Lee Jones. I can't remember his name. Uh, William Stranix. Bill Stranix. Stranix is a cool last name. Stranix. He takes over a Navy ship, the Missouri. And he is doing that because he wants to sell their missiles to a different country. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You find that out much later in the movie. I know. You don't really this is know just a quick plot that I'm telling okay. you about. I got you. But little did they know that Casey Raybeck, Raybuck Ryback. was on the ship. Ryback. Ryback. Was on the ship, and he's a decorated Navy SEAL who has become a chef. A ship, a ship full of Navy SEALs uh, that are fucking the most incompetent motherfuckers that ever existed. Yeah. And, but there's one real good. There's one real Navy good SEAL. one, but he... Something happened in his past. I couldn't really figure out what happened, but he ended up only being able to be a, a chef or... Do you remember what the other one was? I didn't know what it was. They and said then, what it was. And his captain loved him, so he had him come on the ship to be his private chef. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> this is funny. This is a very funny <laughs> plot. Like, you basically told the, like, things that were slightly important near, that you find out near the end. Basically, well, <laughs> there's a, can I try to no, sum it up quick? No, I will. No, I'll sum it up. So. What is this movie? What happens is it's the captain's birthday and they were like, okay, we got to throw him a surprise party. But you knew something was kind of up. But they had, they were going to bring in caterers and it was right after Pearl Harbor. It was um, not right after Pearl Harbor. The anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Okay. Sorry. They were celebrating Pearl Harbor and this is the last usage of this boat. Yes. It was its last voyage until they retired it. Yes. And okay, not not important, but Okay, Drew, why don't you finish it up? No, I'm just saying what I'm saying is not important. <laughs> um so then they You basically said it. The boat is taken over the by The boat is taken over, but it's by like this fake they basically do this fake party so they can bring all these people. No, no. Just say the boat is taken over by terrorists, basically. It's taken over and by part, rogue special agent terrorists. Are, and, and part of the, and some of the people that are 
on the boat already. Navy members are part of it. Yeah, Gary Busey being one of them. And the the reason save the day. And the reason Gary Busey was wanting to be a part of this is because the captain said he was unstable. Yeah, (laughs) he was crazy. That he was crazy. Until after the fact, (laughs) but he was like, he just wasn't like he just didn't like the captain because he treated him like shit. Yeah. Yes, you. We can talk about how they set the party up here. So yeah, that's the movie. If you haven't seen it, it's a warship that on his last voyage taken over by terrorists and one of them happens to be and one of them's a rogue like special force special force guy under the radar guy and one yeah. of them, and the other main guy is like one of the higher commanding people on the boat yes and steven seagal is just a cook he's just a as cook far as they know. yeah he's just a cook okay first of all steven seagal's character name casey ryback ryback rad fucking name casey fucking sucky name Every I like time that they said name. Tara, every time she said Casey or one of the buddies would go, Case, we're like, Marianne and I were like, what the fuck? It was so disjoint, like jarring. We're like, what a dumb fucking Casey, wait. It was so stupid. Terrible first name. All right. <laughs> T- Tara, it's terrible. Watch like it again. It. Just when they say it, when she would say his name, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> first of all, no sexual connection all between those two Mm-mm. she was horned up as fuck, she was man. horned up we, if you don't know so and everyone else was horned up about her like where Absolutely. it was ridiculous i get it, I, I get it. Uh, hi miss but, joy so there's a yeah so it's a, there's a birthday party and how's the birthday party go t the birthday party they bring people excuse me they bring people on the boat caterers a band and then they have miss july from playboy who's gonna jump out of the cake and do a little dance and they drop them off via helicopter helicopter they dropped on a helicopter the helicopter is not that big and they act like there's a million people on it yeah i'm so confused by that part of the logistics of how many people are on that fucking helicopter that were part of the catering but basically the captain the only the cook is supposed to cook for the captain yes which is Steven Seagal. And he's like, you're not cooking for him. And, and the reason like, is because they're all plant. The people they're bringing in are plants. And you could are tell. part of this mutiny. Part of this. T- it's basically a mutiny and a, t- and a pirate takeover at the exact same time. Yes. Like there's a mutiny within they're the They're like while- anarchists is what they're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you really find out at the end that Tommy Lee Jones is not doing it because he has like it's mostly because he got he got butt hurt and he wants to make yes. money. Like he's acting like it's because the government is so corrupt, but it's just because he wants to make a bunch of he dough. He wants to he's make a, a bunch of dough and yeah. is like like Drew said, butt hurt that his mission they got taken off his his special army got taken off a mission or who were doing a bunch of illegal shit. Yes. The, like there was a whole there's this whole th- scene um like board uh not boardroom war room. Mm-hmm. Um, scene they pop to with all the leaders, like U.S. military leaders that are in contact with them, and uh, none of them knew about it except for one guy. So he was like very like unknown. Can I also just say that they did a really bad job with those board war room scenes? They were so They're boring, bad. real bad, so bad. I'm really like, bad. you're supposed to be giving us information that we need to know, and this is like, I'm falling They're asleep. Like, yeah, yeah, it was bad. Like people and, like, that were. Bad acting. It just, I hated it. 
so I think I even missed stuff because I'm like, what? I don't even yeah, what's going it wasn't on. That important. Basically, no. that's where you get information that you find out that Tommy Lee Jones was like this, you know, special Rogue. forces yeah. like ro- like a guy that they like bay of pigs like coup shit type guy mm-hmm. where you don't even know what's going on like right you don't get signed off by very few president. people know about him mm-hmm. and that's where you find out steven seagal is uh actually they find out before actually they find out on the boat before they those guys find out that steven seagal is like uh a like a super, super seal yeah super seal that he's a super something seal. happened where he, i think he basically got in trouble did the right thing but got in trouble because yeah. it was technically against the rules but the captain was like wanted to uh keep like make, make sure, sure he got, got his 25 years yes yeah um and that's steven seagal the cook the cook w- which we don't even know if he's a good cook we don't because they oh, show him don't. chopping chopping shit a couple times Tara, and it's like i guess i was impressed by the fastness of his chop it was there it was, was like pretty big, chunks. <laughs> pretty big chunks. <laughs> I don't know. So, Only yeah, I cook the, for the captain. So the, yeah, Tara. So let's talk about Steven Seagal real quick. Steven okay. Seagal. This is your first Steven Seagal experience. What what did we think of Steven Seagal? I liked him. Yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah, he you did. I liked him. You and like I did. had never seen him in a movie before and I kind of just know like the kind of older steven seagal yeah and who was just like not it but he kind of i don't know i liked him i thought he was attractive yeah i mean he was a he's a tall guy that was in shape and has and kind of has a little bit of like a little charisma absolutely he's got a cool way he talks mm-hmm. there's a reason he was a big star for a second he had like some funny one-liners kind of like arnold i don't remember all of them i wasn't writing them down but i'm just like yeah yeah so when they find out so basically Busey is the man on point man on the boat right mm-hmm. and they uh he has to get everything set up so when the when the band comes on when the party starts and Tommy Lee Jones is the lead, he's not even the lead singer, no, man. He's, he's just the harmonica player of the band, but, yeah. he, but he also MCs the yeah. band. <laughs> and, um, and he, uh, basically, uh, gets everything set up where he's, he's like this, these people are coming, you're not doing the food. And then he basically gets them pissed off. So they put him in the freezer. Yeah. So he's not at the party. No, he's, he's in a meat locker. He's in a meat, he's in the fridge meat locker of the boat being guarded by some fucking dunce like a 19 year old that just pretty much um, got on the boat yeah, that just is like listening to just, is just like yeah. listening to his orders mm-hmm. i don't think you could hear me there for a second i think my mic was out but i don't know what we missed we'll i heard see. you okay it was a little quieter um and then so then the party happens and all hell like they kill the captain's in his quarters by himself waiting for the party and then the party starts. There's going to be a cake with a chick. Erica, Miss July, by the way, she looked great. She looked so good. She was, she was I don't know. If she she was on Baywatch. Yep. She was the original Baywatch girl. Like I'm like, because we just watched the first episode of Baywatch, which was really fun. But she uh, looks great. Like it's like Baywatch was 89 was the first year, I think. And this is 92. So it's a couple, three years later. And then she so was probably LMA. a pretty big star at the time. Huh? She was Ellie Mae Clampett in Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. But, yeah, she looked great. She popped out of the cake. She was topless. She looked good. 
I said that was the sexiest scene because there wasn't too much. I was wondering if you were going to say that was the sexiest scene. Where Miranda, I wonder if you were going to say that was the sexiest scene, or when he was putting condoms on. Oh my uh, gosh! Yeah, like bombs when he was like making the bombs and like he's it like is very phallic looking. Yeah, and he's just like (laughs) putting condoms on. Then then kind of taking everything apart. And she's just getting yeah. horned up because he's like yeah. doing all of his things. And then he rips out a condom and, but no, she was very, horned she up. was horned up. I get it. I think she was horned up for real. I think she wanted, like he didn't Steven really, Sickle. he was playing it cool. He didn't really yes. throw anything at her. No, you know, he wasn't giving her any vibe. Until like the end. To, and yeah. Until the very end when he snuck a kiss. Yeah. In. It was actually very awkward. It was so um, awkward. I yeah, think she I, was horned up is shit for him and it was pretty funny i'm trying to see like he even said here's here's one move and then it goes in and smooches here's a move, here's a move. Uh. yeah this one of the guys is you still got the move got some moves it looks like you still got some moves or something like yeah. that right case it looks like you still got some moves case and he goes here's a move for you and then he grabs her by the head <laughs> like and smooches her. her it was uh which like pretty cool mm-hmm. Uh, so they take over the boat and he, they forget about him basically. And they got all of the Nate, they basically kill a bunch of people, including the captain and a bunch of higher ups. And then they lock all these guys in like a, some weird room mm-hmm. and they, where they can fill it with water basically yeah, to like drown them if they want to. Yeah. Uh, and then they forget about, and then they realize that Steven Seagal is somewhere. Um, on the boat, and then, but he has already gotten out by that point, and then he starts. Basically, it becomes I don't even notice this here. It's just Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard. It's just Die Hard on a on a boat. Yes, is what people like to say. It's Die Hard on a boat, and he takes over from that point. How'd you feel about all this? I I liked it. I thought it was a very easy watch. Um, I I. Didn't think I liked movies like this, but it really do. They're great. They're <laughs> it's fun. It's, and if you don't take them serious, they're very No, fun. and it's that same kind of concept of revenge. Like he was avenging his captain's death. and That was a pretty funny scene. Yeah, like where he gets it goes up there and like, covers like him somber up. music. Yeah. He gently covers him with his, his uh, shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I thought it was good. Um, there were parts. Set up? How many there different so bombs? So many bombs. There were so. He set up so, the microwave bomb that oh just my happened gosh. to go off at yeah. the perfect time. <laughs> I know, and they'll be coming <laughs> in at this point. I yeah. just, I feel that, um, the way that Tommy Lee Jones and Gary Busey, when they were calling the war room to talk to them and like they're just like laughing and giggling at what Tommy it's so funny and so silly and they're just like having the best time like trying to take over the ship and have you ever seen blown away Mm -mm. also starting like with Tommy Lee Jones Tommy Lee Jones is the bad guy is really fun like he has a lot of fun with it well I was blown thinking, away is really well, I'm not gonna make you watch blown away this week but it's a really fun movie you should watch at some point I was thinking that Tommy Lee probably got his Joker role because of this because he kind of had some 
Mm. Jokery moments. Shortly after this, isn't it? It's not too far. I think it's like '96 is when it came out. Let's see when he did. Uh, let's see what the lineup was. He was in. He was a huge star in the '90s, which is crazy. But he's good. Uh, he was in Fugitive. Was the very next year, which is crazy. So he's in Fugitive. Hold on, give me the full movie list. Uh. Fugitive's a good movie. You ever seen Fugitive, Tara? With Harrison Ford? Yeah. Yeah. A long time ago. So, yeah. God. So, 19. I'm going to skip ahead just to. So, he's in JFK in 91. Under Siege in 92. Fugitive in 93. Blown Away in 94. Which is a super fun movie. And then he's not in. Batman Forever until 95. Not, I thought it was later because there's all these movies in between. Mm. Batman Forever 95. So yeah, like he's played a lot of bad guys, which I didn't realize. Yeah. Then he's in Men in Black in 97. He had a huge 90s. Huge 90s. Tommy Lee Jones. And he was funny as that character. It was a fun character. It was a fun character. And then when the like. He was a fun piece of shit too. When he started, when he knew that he is losing and lost and. The, his, mm-hmm. the one guy dies and he blew up the other guy and he's just like in his uh, jean jacket just like losing his it was jean jacket he's wearing a leather jacket very oh. much a leather jacket because at one point they have a knife fight and he stabs in, and it doesn't go through because it's a leather jacket okay. Tara it's a leather jacket okay, a black okay. leather jacket with like with like silver studs on it what are we talking about we, did you watch the movie yeah I watched it and I didn't even have my phone on me Leather jacket. Oh, wow. I know. He, okay, so then he puts on his leather jacket and he just starts like losing his mind and is like going crazy and. Yeah. Very funny. Very funny. Complete leather jacket. Come on. Uh, But he. Oh my gosh. Can we talk about the knife fight? That is like my favorite. Yeah, let's talk about that last. Let's talk about that last. That's the ending. That's the end of the movie. I know, but it's so good. (laughs) Come on. Let's get there in a minute. Let's get there in a minute. So we got Tommy. We can talk about that. We'll get to that. I promise. So Tommy Lee. Uh, yeah. So Busey dies. They have a. So they're bringing a submarine. So yes. Yeah, so what's happening is they're getting rid of these weapons, and they're gonna shoot one. They shoot a nuclear missile at one point. Oh, we'll talk about that right before the. Fuck it. We'll just do it now. Well, first we'll do that into the night fight. So they have a submarine that they have stolen. Or they got it during a different thing. They're like, oh, they went. And they, we know they can do this because they blew up this submarine. And then, you, and then two seconds later, it shows that they have the submarine. They yeah. kept the submarine on like this from this other mission. They confiscated it. And uh, so they have the submarine to go get these warheads. And they blow that up. That's when they blow. They blow that up with Busey on it. Yep. Busey somehow got on it. They blow it up. He's dead. That's when Tommy Lee kind of gives up, goes down to the control room and shoots a warhead at Honolulu. Yeah. Which is what their goal, I think always what they threatened to do it and they were going to do it. Yes. And he, and then that's kind of, and then, then that's the last thing Seagal has to try to stop, stop. is that from hitting um, Honolulu. And that's when he shows up and then t- there's a knife fight between Seagal and Tommy Lee. It was the coolest that. knife fight ever. It was awesome. The way he holds the knife. Yes. It was so cool, and normally I'd be like knife fight, but like up close knife fight, you don't see that 
that often in, a, in, a, in like a control room in of a, a control warship. room and then when he finally gets tommy lee jones and he stabs him in the top of the head and then you can tell that it's a mannequin head. Well, like, be- i mean before that he shoves his thumb in his eyeball and oh yeah and his like eyeballs out. which brings me to my question oh I my god it was so funny at a category okay for this movie and the reason I bring that up because this, this is on the table. What was your favorite death in the movie? Because I think there's two or three options that are above the rest. What's your favorite? Obviously, that's one I mean, of the that one is my favorite. It was so was it? funny to me. And it like mm. just because of the eyeball into the like mannequin head into like swishing his face. Yeah. Into the- yeah. I, I was wondering if you were going to pick that for us. We both really liked the beam through the chest. The guy that was there in the beam, they dropped the beam, one of the beams on him and it w- went through his body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. And then they find him there later. Like, yes. people just see what happened. Uh-huh. It's just the guy laying there with a giant beam through uh-huh. his chest. That was good. That was really that good. That was good. So we like that one better. But yours was the it was other was so good. It was so funny. Yeah, yeah it was really funny. Um, and then, uh, one other thing I want to say before we get now, because we'll, it might come up in these categories. Let's go jump to the categories. So basically, it's an action movie. Seagal kills a lot of people. Obviously, Seagal saves the day after he kills him with the knife on the top of the head. Mm-hmm. Get the codes to stop the the missile from going off. Yep. And blowing up Honolulu to kill maybe a million people. They were saying. Mm-hmm. So, um, Seagal saves the day. And how funny is it when Seagal runs? Did you, he only runs like once or twice in the movie? He runs so fucking funny. I, I don't know, know if you noticed. I, I made. I was probably. I was looking for it, so I noticed it again. Sure. Just Google Steven Seagal running. Okay. And watch it. It's very funny. He like almost like moves. His, he acts like it's like he. He's basically been called out on for. He's like, oh no, that's the most efficient way to run. He's that kind of guy. Oh he's got my a lot of gosh. Yeah, I like, can oh, no, imagine. No, no, that's, the way, that's the way it's supposed to be done. That's how you're basically supposed his arms to run. like span almost like wheels. He runs like a fucking doofus. <laughs> uh, it's really funny. I gotta look this up then. Are you looking up right now? Yeah. Okay. So while you do that, I'll talk about the other thing. We love the girl. We thought she was really good at the beginning when she was crying and stuff. I'm like, oh, she's pretty good. Why didn't she become a bigger star? And then late, and then she puts a hat on, Tara. She put that hat on backwards and it's kind of cro- Oh, hold on, Drew. Little hair sticking out. Huh? Hello? Go ahead. Okay, hold on just a second. I forgot you couldn't hear me. She's going. <laughs> she's watching it. She's acting it out. She's found it. She sees what I'm saying. Yeah, guys, if you're listening, stop the pod right now. What? Google Steven Seagal yeah. running and and, get, and then come back. It's terrible. It's fucking insane. Like he's got like little, little he doesn't but, like fully stride. No. He doesn't even have like full strides. He has like little quick steps. And then like people, like I said, people called him. I was like, no, that's like the most efficient way. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh a fucking God. nut. Dunce. Oh, boy. Okay. What, but- I was saying, what I was saying before you left was. Or while you're gone, I forgot you couldn't hear me. Mm-hmm. Is I was talking about um, uh, the woman, Erica Alenek, mm-hmm. Jordan Tate. Jordan was her name. I didn't know her name. Um, how we thought she was really good early on. Like, I'm like, oh, man, she's kind of good. Like, I wonder why she didn't do more. Because she was like, at the beginning when she was like crying and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought she was doing a really good job. I felt like it was realistic. And then two seconds later, they got her in a goddamn backwards hat. 
she looks so stupid in that fucking hat. I know. Hate, Miranda hated it more than I did. She's like, I hate that fucking hat on her. It looks so dumb. It was such a dumb. And then she'd take it off and look good. And I think we both agreed she acted better when her hat was off. Well, she'd be like, Casey, and that ha- she looks so stupid in that fucking hat. So I, when she first got on the ship, because I actually have her as one of my least favorite characters to start out with. Because you started out not liking her. I started out not liking her, and then I loved her. Yeah, she was good. Because she was so annoying when she was like slamming on, like she didn't understand the gravity of the situation. And it's like, this boat has been taken over. Like, I want to keep you safe. And then she like was trying to draw attention to her. No, no, I disagree. Her. I thought I thought she was the right move. She's like, you cannot leave. I'm not staying in here. She never knew if he was ever going to come back. She's going to be stuck in this locker. Which, fine. I, the right but, move. She's like, you're like, no, I'm coming with you. Which is fine. I I get that. But then when like they're walking around and she has a backwards hat on and is just like acting kind of dopey about it and like, hey. What about this? And like asking questions yeah, that was and dumb. being that was loud. A dumb thing and I'm like, what the fuck? But then she ended up being like a badass and saving the day, like mm-hmm, saving his times. life and and was like awesome. But at first I'm like, what is this choice that they have her? And then they switched it up, which I was very grateful for. Yeah, I think once they put the backwards hat on, that first part where she's carrying everything around and she got the backwards yeah. hat, she looked so stupid. I liked her before that when she was just like a damsel in distress. I yeah. liked it. But she was being doing good at crying. I believed it. And being distraught. And then they, and then she was just kind of like, then she was over it. And just like, oh, this is too much stuff to carry. Yeah. I like that though. Smart by them. Like, well, you got to carry it because I got to be able to shoot people. Right. That was fun. So, but yeah, that was the only other thing. Other, So let's go to categories. Categories. First category. Um, favorite character. It was Case. I loved Case. <laughs> Ryback was good. I refused to call him Case. He had... Lots of How good... about his little group of misfits? Oh yeah, first? I love like, them. Or so they don't do anything no, to help. No, they well, literally didn't help at all. They, they helped a little bit with like the when ending I... part with the when they were shooting out missiles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They ran the shit. Uh, yeah, they did the gun thing that blew up the. Yeah, they blew up the. Submarine. Yes. Yeah. Case obviously Ryback Seagal's the best character in the movie, but other I, if I, if I didn't if I can't I didn't close second to me. I really, really liked Tommy Lee Jones. He was I thought awesome. he was really good. He might be my favorite character in it because it's just like a, such a funny like he's almost like trying to be Bono. Yeah. It's really funny. It's funny. Uh, it's a really funny bit. It's a so good, I really like. I did too. He's a he did a really good job. So. I think it's one of the rare times where everything both where there's many characters that could have been your favorite. Yeah. I really liked Busey and it's really fun. Oh my fun gosh, too. he is. Busey's really fun in it. He's a nut. All right. Yeah. He's funny in everything. Yeah. My least favorite character, I said the redhead guy that puts Casey in the meat locker. He's such a little mm. douche. He did suck. He sucked. And I like ugh. Yeah. I don't even know what ended up happening to him, but I just hated him. He just thought he yeah, was like Mr. Cool. Or... Yeah. I don't yeah. even know so what I, team he was on, to be honest. I agree he sucked, but I think my least favorite guy was the guy that was like a little pussy ass bitch and didn't want to help. And then when when Jordan wanted to Oh, oh like, yeah. Oh, dude, like little yeah. fucking like he was gonna He's hook like, up with I'm her. Do- like, yeah. No. And he, 
Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, and he was like, all like, hey, Miss July. Like, such a creep. I'm here. I'm here on college. Clearly, why that cat's control of the switch, homie. You got no shot at this. No. Fucking babe. No shot at all. No. You little twat. That's, so, yeah, he was my least oh, favorite. Oh, that's a good call. He, he did suck. Mm-hmm. Um, iconic scene. I said when he's making the bomb and then he swims and then they see him in the water and they hit him on the back with something and it, like, rips his back up, but he still gets the bomb and puts it in and blows up. That's the iconic scene? I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. It's, it's the knife fight, Tara. Well, we talked about the it's knife the fight knife. already. But I mean, it's the most iconic. I mean, it's like the scene. Well, that's what I have as my favorite scene. Like when I think of Steven Seagal, I picture that moment. Yeah. That's, that's my Seagal moment. Yeah. That's my Seagal memory where he's like, it's the, the two iconic scenes from this movie are that and her popping out of the cake when I was, this came out in 92, Tara. I think I saw it in 92. So how old? I was like eight years old and I was like, bazinga, goonga, goon. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my first boobs I saw in a movie, but it was in the mix. They were big boobs for sure. I'm sure they were. It was like that 90s big boob era. Baywatch area. They look good. Like whoever did. I don't know if they were fake or not. They looked. They could have been real. They looked. They looked pretty fake to me. I don't know. I don't know that they did. They had a pretty normal shape. They didn't have like that weird. Oh, and then early 90s, the boob, fake boob shape was pretty good because they could use different saline or whatever. No, saline's a. uh, I feel like they used saline. Yeah, whatever they used that was. Yeah, the stuff that caused cancer. Um, yeah. So the boobs actually looked more natural back then. I said I think the sexiest scene was when she was dancing in the cake <laughs> for two seconds. Yeah, I mean, it really wasn't a very great. sexy mo- movie, but she looked really good. Yeah, she did. She's hot. She is hot. She is hot. Next scene. Uh, the only other, and again, the only other nominee would be him putting a condom on a. I think it was I so funny. He was making, making a bomb. Yes. Yeah. My boring anytime it went to the military. We already talked about it. The military table. Yeah. Could have skipped all that. It, it was, was like pointless. So almost. pointless. You we could have figured it out. out it you could have taken because he Ryback. They figured out Ryback was that guy. It wasn't like the thing where they didn't know until much later by discovering it. They found out right away because right. they looked at his file. Like, and he didn't need their help to figure out what was going on in the ship. He figured it all out. They didn't. They literally were not helpful at all, except for they blew up one of the missiles with planes. Yeah. But that was not even important. Just have the one missile that he saves. My Terra moment was nothing really. It cooked. It wasn't too it serious. It wasn't like a, the stakes yeah. like mm-hmm. were never that high either because <laughs> a million people fell <laughs> <dead in> <laughs> down ro- Oprah under the rock. No, I got what you're saying. Yeah, it was like, never it, like they didn't really set it up to like be serious at all or to really have that many stakes. You just it was all about the fun, all about the fun. Yeah, and it's, the, fun. it's like a very '90s action yes. movie. Like it's far more fun than even like Die Hard. Like Die Hard, you're worried. In this, oh. I'm like, I'm not worried. Yeah, Die Hard, you are Steve's worried. Steve's got this. Yep. Steve Ryback's case has got it under case wraps. Has got it. What else he got? Um, the hero. I said it was Case and yeah. his crew because they for sure they definitely yeah. helped him, and yeah. especially Jordan really because she saved him. Yeah, she nailed it. She saved the day. And then villains. 
Tommy Lee Jones, Gary Busey, their crew. Not the government. Not the little weasel motherfucker in the war room. He might be the real villain. He was the little a weasel, weasel fuck that, that paid that paid him to do all Tommy Lee to do all those things. Yeah, and then decides to cut it and be like, no, 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 and then basically. Says, I mean, normally when I say like a big giant statement like that, you may say it. So I went. But with... I picked a very specific guy. The guy, <laughs> the main that guy. Yeah, he is a little like, weasel. Like the real villain. Like he, they made all these guys. Like they got Ryback in a bad situation. They got Stranix in a bad situation. They got a lot of people killed. They got a lot of people killed and almost a million more. Mm-hmm. And then I think the last thing is just the rating. Just the rating. Right? Am I missing anything? I never know. I don't think I am. Sometimes I, sometimes you do, but I don't think you did this time. We even added one. Best death. We can keep that in. When there was movies with a lot of fun deaths, we'll, we'll add that one okay. in. Okay. Rate this motherfucker. I'm going to rate. Tara, rate this movie. It is a chef's kiss. <laughs> no complaints. No complaints with that. That's maybe, Tara, going to be honest, that's your best rating yet. That's a very good rating. It's a very good rating. I was trying to come up like, oh, that's a good rating. Mm. Chef's kiss. I can't even, I don't even think of anything. I can't think of anything better. Mm-mm. I was like, oh, maybe like a, like one stripper popping out of a cake, but that's not as clean. Mm-mm. That was too clean. Love it, Tara. Thanks. It's a great movie. There's an Under Siege 2, just so you know. Oh, God. And it's on a train, <laughs> oh Tara. On a train. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's your Seagal. You don't really need to see any more Seagal. Maybe go on a Seagal deep dive of, like, nowadays Seagal, because it's very funny. Okay. He's a fucking nut. He looks crazy. He, like... His hair is jet black. He has a goatee and like wears like tiny sunglasses that are colored. And his like slick back, like jet black hair. He dyes it very black. It's very funny. Again, he's right in that Trump thing mm. like, where he's like, is like the fact that tr- it's so it makes me think like this guy could become president just like Trump did because oh, that's yoy, how yoy. fucking they both. They're like the same dude to me. I hate it. Like this guy doesn't know what he's doing, and they will never admit when they're like what they're doing is weird <laughs> or wrong. No, this is the way you should. Do this it. is how you run. This is how. This is the most efficient way to run. Yeah, he used to do this. He had this school for a while, Seagal, where he like trained people to shoot more accurately. <laughs> it was so fucking fun. They used, I saw it. it was, like he had a show on TV for a while called something called Being Steven. I don't know what it's called. I'm gonna be honest. Wait, wait hold on. If I click on it, I bet it'll tell me here. <sighs> Steven Seagal. TV show. What's called? Oh, it's called Lawman. <laughs> Tara. It was from 2009 to 2014. And he was like a he was like a volunteer like sheriff That's or something. I don't know if he was a real sheriff. And he went around and just like he would teach he was like teaching the like all the like the guys to shoot better. It was fucking wild. It was good. Lawman 2009 to 2014. Cool. That was uh that there was that. <laughs> we're we're getting it's hour 15, 18 in so let's try to speed it along here Tara it's time hold on hold on I lost my shades there they are get them Tara it's time for melon fights underdog pick 
of the week. Mm-hmm. Tara, we're you are two and zero at this point. Loving it, putting big money down on you this oh, week. Oh God, I'm one and one. I'm back. I put You're my jacket back. on. I put my casino jacket you on. Gotta have it on. Boom. Put my jacket on. I'm back. I'm a gambling man. I got the picks. I haven't looked at all at the odds this week. I haven't either. I just pulled Tara, it up. So I'm pulling them up right now. Melon Fight's underdog pick of the week. I went first last week, which means you get to go first this week. Here we go. Oh my gosh, there's a couple. Underdog pick of the week. There's a couple I like. There's a couple she likes. There's a couple she likes. Okay. Okay. Is it interesting? Wrong. Oh wow, that's a surprising one. We might have to get on one of these before the game happens tonight. Tonight. It will move. No, one of them's because of the games tonight. It could move. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Okay. I don't want to have to do it, Terry. What do you got for me, though? What do you got for me? Um, They're doing two Monday night games again next week. Uh, Why are they doing that? I don't like it. I'm going to go with... I feel like I can't... The one that I really want, mm-hmm. I feel like I did last week. So I don't know if I am allowed to do that. You can do whatever you want. Okay. I'm sticking with last week. The Ravens aren't favorite. No, I know. But I'm picking against the Bengals again. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I pick against. I might pick against a team I always pick. Okay, so my underdog pick of the week is the L.A. Rams plus two versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Love it. I just we talked about it earlier today. The Bengals don't look good. Joe Burrow could be injured and out. And the Rams look good. They've got good mm-hmm. defense. They've got good offense. Stafford's looking good. He's healthy. He's ready. And the Bengals are not. They're gonna they're gonna be down 0-3 by the end of next week. And the Rams will be two and one. That's what I'm guessing. I think they're gonna win mm. outright. I think they're gonna money line it, but I'm only doing the spread. It's bread. So say it to me again. Say what is it? It is the underdog pick of the week. No. Tell me what the pick is. Oh. (laughs) My pick is the LA Rams plus two against the Cincinnati Bengals. Lock it in. At Bengals. It's at Bengals, but who the hell cares? Lock it in. So here. I think you're right. I think Stafford looks good. Stafford looks fresh. They lost to the, the uh, they barely, you know, they it, they made it closer than it was getting that last field goal. Yeah. The backdoor cover there. Yeah. Um, it might have even been a push, uh, depending on where you got the line. And um, I don't see Joe Burrow playing this week. I don't think he's No, playing. I don't think, it sounds like he's not going to. No. That line might change. We might want to jump on that while it still is yes. plus two. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm talking about. One of my picks here in a second. But I think I, Stafford looks good. I think the team looks good. They look uh, they look invigorated. Yep. Cincinnati. The, the one thing about Cincinnati is they're good, they're fighting for their lives. But also this, the Rams don't want to go down one one two. So no. I think they're playing for it. I think it's a good call, Tara. I like that. Thank you. Um, I they like found it their too. new receiver, their new Cooper Cup until Cooper Cup gets back, and then they got them both. Mm-hmm. <sighs> 
I think they're going to do it. They're going to do it. So, so Bengals down. Bengals are going to go 0-3. Yep, definitely. I like Fitzgerald. I like it a lot. Okay, so <clears throat> here's the thing. I said I would always, always pick against the Jacksonville Jaguars if they're favored. I said that. You did. But this this Houston Ugh. Texans team is so bad that I, I don't it's a it's a really big line too. Mm-hmm. It's plus eight and a half. And normally I would take that. I, I love to shit on the Jags. I love to shit on the Jags. I'll shit on them all damn day. Yeah. But I don't know that they're going to go out and lose. I don't see. There's a couple I like better. Okay. Let's hear it. There's a couple more I like better, I think. Um, one of them being the Tennessee Titans plus four. At the Cleveland Browns. I don't buy this Browns team. I think the Tennessee Titans are going to be... Again, this is why I think I'm going to have to bet on it today. Yeah. Because I don't think that's going to stay at plus four uh, after tonight. Who are they playing Because uh, the Cleveland Browns might lose tonight yeah. to the Steelers. I think that line's going to move. Mm-hmm. So I want it at plus four right now. So I'm going to take that. I'm going to take it at plus four because I think it's going to move Yeah. when the Steelers win tonight. I think I do not believe in this Browns team Mm-mm. just as a whole. I know they got a lot of talent, but I just don't, I just don't see it. Yeah. And I feel and like Titans team, that Titans team can out tough them. Yes. Cause a lot of Browns things are tough. They're kind of tough on the defensive side of the ball and they're good on the offensive line and they run the ball good with Chubb, but they're going to get out tough tonight or they're going to get out, may get out tough tonight. And they're going to get out tough next week by the Tennessee Titans plus four. What do you think of that? I like it. I don't, I'm not a Browns believer. I think that uh, – I know that Amari Cooper might be ding too, so that's not good. And I will always root for a loss by Deshaun Watson. Really, That really flowed out of your mouth. <laughs> I always root for a loss. I always were rude against. Drew, I got so distracted. Uh, I got so. Words. I got distracted. Words. I got distracted because people keep sending me messages from work, and I keep seeing them pop right. up. So Tennessee Titans plus four. Lock it in. Locker, brother, brother. I like Carol. that pick. It's a good one. I agree with you. And for a little bonus, little sprinkle on top, guys. I would honestly, I would, I would, if I, if I were you, I'd probably sprinkle a little bit of dough, not all your dough, but a little bit of dough, on the Houston Texans plus eight and a half. I will never believe in the Jaguars. Yeah, that's a really big spread. What did the Houston big Texans spread. do that first week? Huh? Did- they're own two. They're not good. The thing is, they're not good. But that's why I'm not making it my pick. Pick. Okay. But I'm saying if you want to like throw them in a little two team parlay, bet bet on just that one game. But also if you want to do a little two team parlay, if you want to do a melon fights parlay, three team parlay, pick. Tara, what was your team? My team was the L.A. Rams. You don't know. It was the L.A. Rams. Little two team parlay. Take the L.A. Rams plus what? Plus two. Melon fights three team parlay. Melon <laughs> Rams plus two. Houston Texans plus eight and a half, Titans plus four. Little bonus if you want to do it. Do it. No one listen to this 
bets on sports, and I'm probably not going to put this as our clip, but I'm putting it out there. Tara, that was our Melon Fights Underdog Pick of the Week. Ooh. Any hard-hitting questions? We are getting a little long here. We haven't had one this long in a while, but that's okay. Okay, I'll just do – there's just two really quick ones. The ones you care about. There's just two – Throw them There's just two really quick ones. Today is National Meow Like a Pirate Day. So I would – Meow like a pirate? Yeah, so I'd just like to hear your best meow like a pirate. So not talk like a pirate. Meow. Not meow day, but meow like a pirate. Yes. Meow. <laughs> that sounded like um. Uh, well, because you got R. Like a and you got meow. Gangs. Meow. Oh, there it is. Oh, meow. Meow. I found it. You did. Meow. 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 How about that? So what there's about... the cat version. So if it was a cat doing it, it'd be meow. And if it was a man meowing, a pirate meowing, it'd be meow. Meow. Let's go for it. Meow. 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 Or meow. Do pirates make any other sounds? They just rape and plunder. Oh. My. Well, that's what they're pirates. Meow. Oh. Meow. That was very good. And then mm-hmm. it's National Cheeseburger Day. So I want you to rate the. Oh, is it? I got to have a cheeseburger for dinner. Rate these. Which one's yeah. best to worst? Burger King cheeseburger, McDonald's cheeseburger, and uh, Wendy's. You didn't have one in the hopper? Wendy's cheese. You had to think about Wendy's. it? You didn't have one ready? No. <laughs> I got this as a question. I got a question for you. <laughs> I got this planned out for the day. I did. What's the best burger? Burger King cheeseburger, McDonald's cheeseburger, or uh, uh, you didn't have a third I, one written down? What I didn't have fuck? anything written down. I... Uh, I just. What do you mean? I thought you had this question ready to go. I did because I quickly looked up national holidays. I just didn't know. Oh wait, let me change it. Culver's cheeseburger. Well, BK. I would pick a. Well, Culver's Culver's cheeseburger is awesome. They're just very good. They're they're more high end compared to those other two. Is stupid. Oh wait, so then keep Wendy's. Um, I don't care. I don't. Wendy's, I don't like that much. Okay. So if you do this, do the three main fast foods. I would do Burger King number one, McDonald's number two, Wendy's three. I don't like Wendy's that much. I like Burger King a lot. And McDonald's is true, true. What if tried and true? What if it was Culver's um five guys? Culver's and I don't know anymore. I suck. Uh Art answered the question. Well, you have to do it in order. I know, but I already did the original one. Okay. You don't need to find the third one. Culver's is better than all those burgers you mentioned. There's not a lot of good fast, like mid, like Red Robin, I guess. I don't know. That's not I a would fast choose... food. Yeah, they had like, remember? Yeah, you could. Yeah. No. They had like Red Robin. They didn't last for very long. It was basically like a Red Robin fast food restaurant. You just picked it up. It was like a to-go thing. Hmm. Never knew. Mm. Hmm. Doesn't matter. I picked what you said. I think we've done that before, and so I'm not that excited about it. We have? I could probably come up with a better... Yeah, for sure. We've talked about those fast food burgers. Come on. Okay. If I, if you were episodes. if you were a cheeseburger, who would okay. you want to eat you? Who? If I was a cheeseburger, who would I want to eat me? Yeah. Who already come up with this shit? <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. I guess, Go with like, it. Like, whose mouth would I want to get munched yeah, upon by? Yeah, sure. I don't know. Maybe like Joey Chestnut. Oh. Like in a food competition. Okay. 
Because then it'd be like historic. Like it could be like, oh, I want. Uh, who's a babe? I can't even think of any babes out there these days. Oh, I want. Um, I want um, the. Ne- I want the. Um, Miss July from Under Siege to eat me as a hamburger. I got another one for you. It, right, okay, would you it. rather have cheeseburgers as butt cheeks or cheeseburgers oh. as chests, as like your chest, wherever, what your chest is? Your chest. Cheeseburger chest. Yeah, I got it. Cheeseburger chest or cheeseburger butt? <laughs> Um, if I have to answer this question, because <laughs> yeah. I don't, is this only logistics I need to ask about first? Well, but, like, is it a burger that's falling apart? No. Or is it just, or just a shape, or my boobs and my butt are shaped like cheeseburgers? Yeah, you have actual cheeseburgers oh, as your butt eaten? cheeks. Or you have cheese, no, no one's going to eat them. Or you have cheese. <laughs> They're just there forever. Yeah. Or you have cheese. They're just there. Yeah. And they don't go bad. No. But, like, your butt crack is... Like where the two buns meet. I would rather that be on my chest because it would be just a really big issue to try to wipe my ass <laughs> with cheeseburger butt. Like it'd be really hard to wipe your ass. And I feel like you get poop on the bun and stuff. And now. So I'd want cheeseburger chest. All right. I think that's a really easy question here on National Cheeseburger Would Day. you rather barf out? Would you rather barf oh out? God, what are we doing? I got one more. Would you rather barf out a full cheeseburger or poop out a full, full? cheeseburger like not yeah. chewed yeah poop okay that would i feel like i'd choke <laughs> you know come out because i've got some pretty big hog turds <laughs> before so i'm cool with that okay do that all right i'm done with my cheeseburger stuff <laughs> yeah, it was my that was real good <laughs> well i had to rush to get ready all right we're gonna move on melon fights two emails who are they from? I, I, I don't know who they're from. We'll see. We'll see when we get there who they're from. Melon Fights from, oh, Miranda. Ooh. Miranda, my girlfriend. That's pretty cool. That is cool. I'm surprised. No, it is cool. I thank her very much. No, it's very nice. Um, Miranda, hi, Melon Fighters. This was my first Steven Seagal movie, too. I liked it. Some really funny death scenes and good action. Drew and I just watched a little Baywatch, so I re- liked recognizing miss july speaking of miss july whenever she wore the horrible hat she became a worse actress we agree my grievance the top five plays of the day on red zone should not include touchdowns unless it's a punt return totally agree Agree. though we said that but when we watched it there wasn't a lot of touchdowns in it actually this time i think it was only one or two um we we all we all know what our grievances with red zone they did it even worse yesterday they didn't even do the song they didn't even do the song. My favorite touchdown of the week was either Scary Terry's touchdown or Debo's. I agree. Those were the two. Those were two really good ones. We liked the punt return, though, too. Yeah. Till the Broncos Hell Mary. Oh, yeah, that's right. Until the, the Broncos Hell Mary was cool to see. That was fun. That was. That Hell Mary at the end mm-hmm. of that. We didn't talk about that. That was fun. Popped it around and then caught it, and then they didn't get the two-point conversion. What a joke. I know. Also, at the end of that Patriots game. Oh, my God. It was God. Like so it close was to so being a first close. down. So stupid. The fact that they reversed that it's is a so fucking ridiculous. joke. You called that a first down on the field, leave it. Like, you cannot. Ex- it was so close. It was so close. I'm going to. I couldn't tell. I mean, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I didn't think he got it. Yeah. But there were. But I didn't think. I wasn't sure, though. So there's this um, football ref that comes into 
flight, so I'll ask him about mm-hmm. it. Okay. And then I'll report back I mean, if I a, see him. They don't know shit. Well, so. he's an actual NFL. He was at. I know, but they don't know. Sh- they're the ones that get it wrong. I know. All the time. Would you rather tailgate on a hundred degree day with beautiful weather, but your team loses, or tailgate on a twenty degree day with your in the snow, but your team wins? I want my. Well, team I would want to my team win. to win. And tailgating in the cold is a lot of fun. <sighs> It's okay. Like it sucks. I'm like also hot. Hundred degrees, degrees too is too hot. Maybe say like maybe say like seventy two. Perfect. Yeah. Eight hundred degrees. Hundred degree terrible. beautiful day. I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> Unless you're at the beach or in water. You and I watched Elemental and it was cute. Tara, I think you should give it a go. What's it called? We did watch Elemental. We liked it. Elemental. It's on Disney Plus. Hmm. It was the most recent Pixar movie. I liked. It. We liked it. We did like it. I liked it. It didn't make a lot of money, but I thought it was pretty solid. I got a forward. She must. I don't know why it says forward in it. I don't know what she did. She must have sent it herself and resent it. I don't know. Hey guys, this is from our mother. Really enjoyed the football talk. Very good takes and insight. Fun. I'm sorry. Fun. We get it, Tara. We get it. Tara fell asleep for some of the game. She did a lot of. Games. No. What about MLB and pooped everywhere? What about MLB? <laughs> and you? <laughs> I will never believe up. you ever again. You couldn't believe that one. <sighs> I did. You didn't, you didn't read it. You didn't say after like, hey, delete that. There's no reason. It was good. That was a good vid. <laughs> Tara was a fun vid. Nobody even cared about no it. No one ever cares about it. Oh, I did see the likes though on it. More women liked it than men. <laughs> women thought it was fun that a lady had talking about poop. I'm out here for the ladies. I think a rain stick is a, ki- a kid instrument actually for all ages. Top three favorite football concession stand items. I don't think I've been to concession at a stadium. So I'll guess. What? That can't be true. She's going to baseball games with us. and she, Shut up, lady. She uh, The ones of the time she really went to a sporting event, honestly. It's been a while. Um, I don't think I've been... Sure, she says, so I'll go with circus, okay? The juice <laughs> from the blue snow... The juice from the blue snow... So I'll go with Pop- circus. <laughs> yeah, I like this. She just picked Popcorn, not peanuts. And cotton candy. Okay. I don't think... For circus stuff, that sounds correct. For circus, that does sound correct, Mom. Yeah. But it has nothing, nothing. to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> but I love the peanuts. I love it. We didn't say peanut. We did not say peanuts. For uh, I do like eating peanuts. Only at baseball. baseball. That is yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Only at baseball. I wouldn't want to eat it anywhere Mm-mm. else. <sighs> love you, mom. Love you, mom. All right, Tara. Anything else before? Do you have a grievance for the week before we get out of here? I don't really think so. I don't. All right. Well. Then stay dry. Stay dry. Have a Tuesday. Have a Tuesday. Ba da ba ba ba. Melon, Melon fights. fights.